Hey, welcome to Doggy Be Good. Good day, everyone. Welcome to Doggy Be Good podcast. Um, my name, once again, is Dennis Lee, and we also have Mike DeMarco here. Right today, we have another investigative report uh, on this topic of dogvacay.com. Okay, so I'm going to let Michael take the floor first on this one. Okay, Michael, here you go. Okay, well, here's what happened, Dennis. I've been getting calls from other facilities. Actually, one of my my one of the other facilities. You know, we're one of the largest ones in in the city. One of the other facilities that's equally as large to us has uh, contacted me, and we've been discussing this dogvacay.com. Now, what dogvacay.com, for, your, for those of you who don't know, it's an online pet-sitting business, really. Uh, what they do is they do all your promoting for you, um, and you just advertise to either board dogs at your home or in their home. Here's where the problem lies. As far as we found out, and we're going we're gonna to do a lot more investigating today, as far as we know, you don't have to require any of the legal documentation that a business would need to do this type of work. Um, as you know, we do board, dog boarding. and As a boarding facility, we are not only mandated by the health department, we are also required to A, renew permits every year, B, we are subject to uh, surprise inspections as many times as the health department wants. Uh, we also have to take a three-day class of animal care and handling that is run by the city, and it has to be, you know, you have to pass that class, and you have to have that certificate hanging on your wall at all times. Um, the problem that I see here is, is that if, you do, if you're doing this type of business and you're generating income, from doing this type of business, well, then you're a business as well. And if these people who are doing this dog sitting are not following the laws, rules, and regulations of our city, well, then why should anybody else have to? I mean, how, how does that work? Yeah. Now, so far, we've we've called the health department and we've questioned uh, people at the health department about this. And basically, they threw their hands in the air and said, well, we don't really know what we can do because we can't just go online and we can't just, you know... You know, start banging on people's doors requiring shot records from every person who is advertising online. And my, my answer to them was, well, if they're advertising online and they're generating income, aren't they considered a business? You come banging on my door and all the other people in the area, the whole city who yeah. have animal facilities, why can't these people be you know, involved in that as well? Surprise inspections. Yeah. They're a business. And if they want to say it's you know, something they're doing on the side, a hobby, you, you can't say that because... They're not only are they advertised everywhere, right. but they are generating it. Some of them are charging way more than we even charge. I noticed that for this. I and, noticed that. You know, it has. It's definitely cutting into our business, and it's cutting into my, you know, my associates' businesses, and it's it's something that's really, really not fair. So what we're going to do today is we're going to we're going to call dogvacay.com. <laughs> we're going to find out what their requirements are. We're going to find out who's responsible. Uh, for shot records, because last time I called them, they said, oh, the people who board the dogs are responsible for the shot records. Mm -hmm. I said, well, who oversees that to make sure that they're requiring shot records? As, as you may or may not know, rabies, bordadella, and DHLP are required for boarding animals in the city of New York. Oh, yes. I remember. Okay. And you guys get penalized if you go undergo an inspection 
and those records are not in place, you get fine penalties for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I don't see any dog vacay person offering their services getting any penalties, any fines. No, they're, the they're, they're not subject to inspection. They don't have to have permits. They don't have to do anything. Yet We're they're making money, out. though. They're Absolutely. making money like you guys. In fact, they're charging more than what you guys are Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. They're charging a whole lot more. I'm going to tell you how many people just in the Queens area alone are being advertised on this website. Okay? We have 73 pages of people in Queens alone. Times. Times 10 persons per, per page. Per right? page. 730 people That's... in Queens alone wow. that are advertising on this website that are either doing, you know, mostly for, for, uh, yeah. for door boarding and, you know, some others are doing for walking. Okay? Now, you know, Dennis, as a business owner, this is something that I really have to look into because right. I follow the rules. Right. You and know, it's we, unfair now. It's so. not fair. It's absolutely unfair. And if you look at the average prices on here, $40 a night, $50 a night, $35 right. a night. It's more than what you guys are charging. $60 a night. Yeah, some people are charging more. Some teachers are charging less. But right. they're all right in the ballpark of a professional boarding facility. Right. Michael, I'll, I'll tell you, this is the same problem that New York City ran into with Airbnb, with people renting out their own homes, cutting into the hotel's profits. And same thing with Uber, cutting into the taxis' um, uh, revenues and so forth. Now, the city at first didn't really do much until they realized how much tax revenue they were losing mm -hmm. by these sort of internet-based services. And that's when the city finally got involved because they realized they wanted a piece of the action. And they also got involved because the hotels and the cab unions protested. So in this case, you guys in the uh, dog boarding business probably would have to rally together and make your voice heard uh, and also let the city know how much they're losing in terms of possible revenue. That's probably what will get the city's attention. I think on top of that, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. I'm not sure. How, we're going to find out because, like I said, we're going to call them. Yeah. And we're going to pose as someone interested in becoming a pet center. Right. And find out all the information we need. Right. But I think that my biggest concern, yeah. my biggest concern is the transformation of, of, of disease. Oh, I my mean, gosh. Absolutely. You're dogs. Right. And you're not having the proper shower. Now... Whether I have two dogs in my kennel or I'm boarding 50 dogs in my kennel, right. every one of those dogs has to be vaccinated by law. Right. Those are the rules. In the city of New York. Right. So even if you're boarding one or two dogs at a time, you're still creating a hazard by not making sure That's right. that these dogs' vaccinations are up to date. Now, I'm not saying everybody on the website's not doing that. There might be very well be some people who are. But who's regulating this? Right. Who's looking over this? And I think the serious question you have also is, heck, if these people can do this without vaccination requirements, then why can't you do the same? You I'll as a dog business, why can't you do away with the vaccination requirements? I'll take the sign down off the front right. of the building and I'll just go through dogvacay.com. Fair is fair. And, that, and I don't have to worry about the health department ever coming in here. Right, and inspecting you and fining you these penalties. Yeah, and the penalties are not No, they're cheap. not small. It's, it's pretty hefty. And it affects your business. So, I mean, your argument then from the other side is, well, why do we have to put up with this if these guys can get away with it? It's fair is fair. Right. So right. that is another thing that needs to be brought up. Yeah. All so, right. you know, these are the things that we're really interested in and in finding out. Yeah. Now, we are, we, we are going to be setting an appointment up with uh, Tony Avella, yeah. who's the uh, senator. 
Tony Avella, and uh, we're all we are going to be um, having a meeting with him in the next coming week right. um, regarding dogvacay.com. Right. So before we do this, though, I want to definitely call. I want to have, make sure that I know exactly what's going on, and I want right. to make sure that you know we, we we present to him you know the proper information. Right, and I want to point out here. We at Doggy Be Good, we're not here railing against dogvacay.com. I mean, it's a new business, and we understand that it is, you know, changing the way people do things. What we're trying to figure out is, okay, where's the fairness here? Because we need to level the playing field. We understand there are listeners of Doggy Be Good who are using dogvacay or interested in using dogvacay.com to have someone come into their home to take care of their pets or that they can bring their pets to the dog vacay uh, uh, person who's offering that service. We understand that listeners will use this service, but we want to basically figure out, well, what are some concerns you may have in using this? And also, fair is fair. I mean, what do we do about these diseases and other issues that do come up? Because when something does go wrong, if you're using dog vacay, who do you blame? Who do you go to? You're going to complain to dog vacay to get uh, things righted? I doubt they will do that for you. Um, so let's let's figure out what are some of the things here that to you know make it fair and square. So we gave dogvacay.com a call to find out. Speaking, how can I help you? How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Listen, I'm I'm new to your your website and I'm really interested in possibly becoming a dog sitter. And I just have some questions. I know that they said you're the secondary team. Are you able to answer my questions? So I can definitely answer, you know, um, you know, more of like an overview, um, you know, and do my best to, you know, steer you to the to the right resources if I'm unable to answer. However, um, yeah, definitely um, ask away. Okay, great. Now, I'm on, according to your website, it says I have to go through a, a rigorous um, – application process. What application process do I have to go through? Uh, so, great question. So, all of um, the people who want to be considered, um, so what they'll have to do is complete their host profile. So, um, that would involve you um, filling out the, you know, necessary um, steps for completing a profile. So, that's just your general information. Um, you know, the services that you offer and that you are able to offer. And so at this time, you would you would either have to be offering boarding, uh, um, overnight boarding in your own home, um, or you would be able to offer overnight sitting in a, in a guest home. Okay, so basically the, the, the general process is just general information about me and what I want to offer. <clears throat> yes. Okay, cool. And the other thing is, now... I'm in the city of New York, and I know that, like, when I when I used to board my dogs, like, I always had to have shot records, you know, and all this other stuff. Do I have to do I have to worry about that? Um. So you know, some posts require, um, you know, since it's basically your own, you're running your own service here. Um, we're just providing that platform for you to, you know, advertise that. Essentially, um, you know. As long as you're abiding by the, you know, the laws in your city or state or zip code, um, you know, that's, you know, what we, you know, suggest doing and want um, our hosts to. Um, however, you know, some hosts, um, you know, make it mandatory for their guests or, you know, for the dogs who are staying with them um, to have those necessary, you know, shot records. Um, 
But again, it varies depending on, you know, how strict the post is or how picky they are with, um, you know, incoming pets. Okay, so it's really up to us if we want to, you know, how strict we are with shot records and stuff. Because, I mean, there's, there's nobody really, like, overseeing that except, you know, the, the host themselves. Right. Okay, cool. All right, good. Um, let me see what other questions I have. Oh, yeah. Now, you guys, you guys are responsible for the payments. So they pay you direct or do they pay me? Okay, now, do I have to, how does that work with my taxes and stuff? I mean, does it just come in as like, you know, money to my account? Do I, do I have to, do you guys make me do a 1099? How does it work? So then it's really just up to me what I want to claim and how I claim it. Exactly. And you can review your payments and your payouts um, from Dog Vacay um, via your PayPal account. Um, you can always keep track of that in your PayPal account. Okay. Now the other question, and I'm, I think you already answered this too. Again, in the city of New York, I know that when you have an animal facility, you have to take like certain animal handling classes that the health department requires and... Uh, yada yada yada. You have to take. Um, you have to have permits. All that. I don't have to worry about any of this stuff if I'm doing it like this. So basically, I can have my own business, and I don't have to worry about any of this. That's that's fantastic. Um, so you would have to, you know, make sure that you are aligned. It's part of our terms of service that you are aligned with the, you know, laws in your state um, or city. I know it varies across the nation. Um, you know, there are a certain number, there's dog limits that, um, you know, that cities have. Um, there are, uh, you know, zoning laws, um, which we're not, you know, I personally don't have access to that information as to, you know, what each city and state, um, you know, it's in our um, terms of service where you, um, the host is required to, you know, run their service within those, within those regards. Okay, and um, as far as advertising and stuff goes, you guys handle all the advertising because I see you advertise all over the place. You guys handle all the advertising, and I, I do I make up my own schedule of fees of how much I want to charge? Absolutely. So you're able to you know set your own rates for each of the services that you offer. 
Um, and, you know, there's, we have recommendations when you're filling out your profile, um, but pretty much our, you know, national average, um, which again varies from, you know, state to state, city to city, um, it ranges from 30 to $35 per night, you know, per dog. Uh, and, you know, I know it's different. I think in New York, I've seen it common to be a little bit more than that. Same with here on the West Coast, a little bit more. Yeah, it's a little bit more. I saw some people are charging like $50 and stuff. That's... Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's pretty good. Um, okay, so I think you've answered pretty much all my questions. I mean, so there's nobody really overseeing my shots and shot records except for me. There's nobody really... There's no requirements from the health department that I have to worry about. I don't have to worry about inspections. Um, I don't need to get the certificates from the city. I don't have to do any of that stuff. Um, what else did I have to ask? I think that's it. And that, I just fill out, I, I don't, I'm not required to have any animal handling experience and stuff except for my own dog. I just have to fill out the profile, um, put up the picture that I want. You guys advertise everything for me. I make, I, I generate as much income as I want. I mean, it's up to me how much I want to make really because it's my own business. You guys handle all the payments. I'm definitely not going to do a check because I'm not paying five dollars a check. Um, I don't know. I think I, I'm sitting here with my my partner. Do, do we have any other questions? Oh, I think that's that's pretty much it, right? I mean, that sounds like a golden opportunity. Yeah. Okay, great. So we're going to go online and we're going to start filling this stuff out. And uh, I appreciate all your time. Yeah, absolutely. And I um, there's a whole um, support center section that has awesome articles. Um, you know, as to you know, learning more about what it means to be a host, and it will offer, you know, those tips that to be, you know, the very best host when you're signing up. So, um, yeah, the approval process takes about one to two weeks. Um, and if you are offering sitting in a guest's home, um, just keep in mind that you will have to, you know, go through a background check. Um, so, you know, that will, you know, come up through your approval process. You mean like a legal, like if I'm arrested and stuff like that? Only if that, I only have to worry about that if I'm doing boarding in other people's homes. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's understandable. One more, one more uh, question I have. What about any complaints? What if I have somebody that complains or something goes wrong or God forbid a dog gets sick or hurt? Do you guys cover that? How does that work? So we do offer uh, you know medical coverage for our hosts, and um, you know that's what. Some of the 20% that we take is, you know, helping to cover. Um, so if anything were to happen to, you know, a pup while on its vacay in your care, um, we do. It is scenario based, you know, based on, um, you know, you know what the situation is. But we have a trust and safety team that, again, is that is uh, specializing in those situations. But um, we we have that medical coverage, and there is a $250 deductible. Um, but you know it can cover up to tens of thousands of dollars. Okay, so I have a, I have a two hundred and fifty dollars deductible. I would have to pay. Uh, yeah, and sometimes you know just based on the scenario, um, you know sometimes hosts and guests can come to an agreement. But that's pretty much what you would you know be come, that would come out of pocket, whether it be in your um, in your 
sense or if it would be in the guest sense. But most of the time, you know, it it you know varies depending on what the situation is. Okay. All right. And you said you have one more question. Yeah. How does the rating process work? How does how do you oh yeah yeah get rated, and people, how do you rate a customer? Right. How do you guys rate the customers? Because I see some people have like. Um, some, you know, I'm looking and some people have like a five-star rating, three-star rating, two-star. How does that work? Yeah, so um, have a, you know, based on their, their booking rate, based on, you know, the metrics that, um, you know, go into a host, um, you know, based on their bookings, <coughs> that sort of is calculated, you know, in their rating um, it's a little bit hard to explain because it's a you know sort of an algorithm however um, based on the number of reviews that they receive from you know their guests that are positive um, that will also go into it you know their rating and basically um, I don't know if you guys have you know um, have written with Uber or Lyft um, but it's similar where you can you know rate or review your host so it's sort of based on that. Sense. Okay. Have you guys ever had somebody who got bad reviews? Do you dump them, or how does that work? Um, so we, you know, again, we do have a host management team that, you know, definitely reviews, um, you know, these cases that come up. Um, we take our hosts, for, you know, um, you know, for, you know, their responsibility seriously. And so, you know, if if someone has a, you know, a poor experience and comes to us, you know, we'll definitely listen and, you know, just based on the number of conversations that we have to have, you know, um, if they're not within the terms of the service of our company, of Dog Vacay, then, you know, then that could, you know, potentially result in termination. Okay. What about host rating the client, I guess? What do you mean? You rating the customer. Oh. Uber does that. Oh, yeah. Well, my, my partner just said Uber lets the the host rate the client. Do you guys let the host rate the client as well? So um, as far as, you know, rating, um, you guys will be given the opportunity to, you know, rate the pub, um, you know, and write a review on the pub that you had oh, okay. Okay. posted. And so we'll receive that information. And then, of course, our customer care team and, you know, host management team is here to hear out our host. Um, you know, we wouldn't, if there has been any, you know, sign of aggression with a, with a pup, you know, oh, um, it's definitely, sorry, our fire alarm has just come. Oh, okay. I apologize. No worries, no worries. I'm needing to run, um, but the, a really good um, link to visit on the site is the frequently asked questions um, in the host support center. You have been so helpful. Thank you so much. All right, get out of the building before you catch fire. <laughs> <laughs> right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Okay, so we just had up the phone with Dog Vacay, and, you know, I, the, the woman was very nice. Yeah. You know, we, we are going to have to be better name, of course. Yeah, be better But uh, number one, points to remember, shot records are not required. They They... Recommend that you follow all the laws. But they hedge. They hedge yes, by saying they, that they you're supposed themselves. to be right to be compliant with your own laws and rules and regulations. Right, but it's entirely up to you. Right, 
whether which you means most people won't. Most do means people won't want to. But most yeah. people probably don't even know the the rule no, shots required. They have no idea. Number two, um, they get to charge whatever they want. Yeah, and you know they can pay through a PayPal account. They can receive checks. So it's really up to you whether you want to file taxes on this or not. And again, and again, I'm most, sure most people are not filing taxes on this. I can't say for sure, right? You know, but I'm pretty sure that most, most people are not going to yeah, file taxes it's like on money, this. So, you know, the city's losing a lot of money on that. A lot of revenue. You know, uh, number three, the people don't have to have any animal handling experience. They don't have to have any, you know, certificates. I mean, I have certificates all over the walls. Every emergency CPR, uh, animal handling, animal care control, you know, transfer. These people have a self-professed love of dogs. And that's that's great. And you know what? (laughs) I think it's wonderful that you love animals and you want to participate you know, in the animal industry and stuff, but there's a right way to do it. And to me, this is just not the right way to do it. I would not leave my dog in somebody's unqualified hands. I just, I'm sorry. Now they say that they have a $250 deductible if something happens to the dog. However, they have to review Mm -hmm. what happens to that dog, Mm -hmm. which would, in my opinion, if that dog gets injured, you know, something like, let's say the dog, fell off your couch and, and broke his leg or God forbid you tripped over the dog or another dog attacked your dog yeah. you know while you're in the care I have a feeling they're going to give you a hard time about paying that yeah. because that's something that happened while they were if, if let's say there was you know some kind of a, a dog bit you or let's say you know something went wrong then maybe they might or the dog got sick or yeah. the dog came in and had kennel cough and got another dog sick they might have some coverage for that, but after a $250 deductible, Kennel Corp does not cost $250 to take yeah, care of. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, once again, I, I, buyer beware. You know, if this is something that you think is better than going to a professional animal facility where everyone on the property is trained in handling, yeah. you know, all sizes, shapes, and aggression levels of, of animals, where we know what to do when things go down and we have emergency vets on call and you know, this is what we do. Yeah. You know, it, it's kind of like, you know, you, you wouldn't go to your friend to have him fix your teeth. You'd go to a dentist. Right. You know, you <laughs> want to go to somebody who is professional and knows what they're doing. I, I, I just think the city's going to have a very big interest in finding out what's going on with this. I'm looking yeah. forward to our meeting with Tony. And like Noah. I said, I think the city would snap to attention once they realize the revenue loss and a potential revenue source that's sort of going black Absolutely. market. I mean, you know... Dennis, we looked at Queens, and we looked at Queens alone. You had 700. Let me, you, let me tell you what the number is when I type in, and I'm going to find a sitter. Yeah. Let me tell you what the number is when I type in, you know, just New York alone. All right? New York alone, let's see, there's 94 pages oh, in New York alone. And 10, 10 per page. Yeah. That's almost 1,000. It's yeah. approaching 1,000. Okay, 1,000 people. Right. Even if they're boarding one to two dogs a week, think of the money that's not coming into not only the city, but also think about all the boarding facilities that are, that this is our livelihood. Losing the revenue. Yeah. Now, of course, this begs the question, Michael, and I'm going to ask the question. Yeah. What's to prevent you from becoming a true dog vacay host yourself? Now, granted, I know you don't have the room at home (laughs) to accommodate that many pets. Right, right. But, you know... I think you do away with all the shot requirements and all these other strict requirements that the city can fine you for. So now you go completely free agent on your own. 
Now, again, you probably can't get the volume. It does raise the question. Yeah, but it does. It certainly does because this is the same issue that a lot of the cab drivers in New York have, have gone through themselves where they left the yellow cab service and gone to Uber and Lyft, both, driving for both on their own as free agents. You know, it, 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 it is a, it's a good question, but I think that, you know... Your I, professionalism, I, I know, keeps yeah, you bound. Yeah, that, that kind of keeps right. me... You know, I mean, I've dedicated my life to the right. safety and preservation of animals. Doing the right I, thing. I make sure I get my certificates. I update everything. Right. I do but everything I'm supposed to do. You see this going on. It and the, really upsets me. The ground is not fair and square no, now. No, it's not. It's not at all. And I really would hope that, you know, bringing this to the attention of, of Tony Avella, who is not only, uh, you know, a, a good senator here, but he's also, uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he's a fair guy. You yeah. know, he, he did, you know, step in with the whole, uh, what was the, the hotel one you said, the... When they, the city was uh, going to crack down on that, people were bo- having people in their homes instead of hotels. Yeah, bed, uh, be Airbnb. Airbnb. Yeah, right. I know Tony Avila stepped in on that. And right. was, you know, but that's because, them. again, the hotels, so many of them bring in revenues to the city, and they were complaining. Yeah. And, of course, the city realized, okay, we're a tourist city, and we need the revenue. So that's why they stepped in to do something about it. Same thing with the cab services. The city stepped in because there were so many complaints uh, because these people paid medallions for these cabs, and it's a revenue source, and it was jeopardizing it, so they would do something about it. But in your case, with the dog boarding services, <coughs> you guys have to team up also <laughs> to make your voice heard, well, we and do, the we, fact we, that the city is losing uh, tax revenue here. We do have a you know a bunch of uh, of the other owners in the, in the immediate neighborhood that are on board, and I'm sure that right. once we you know once we get this going, I'm I'm pretty sure that most people. I can't imagine why anybody who is in the in the, in the industry wouldn't want to get involved. I mean, yeah. they're all paying the right. same fees every year that I have to, every year. Right. We have to pay, you know, a lot of money to redo and they everything. And will see the gradual loss in revenue. Yeah, it's not, because, it's not right. It's yeah, not this right. is chewing away at the sides. You know, it's not right. So if you could become a professional dog person without having to worry about, well, then, you know, what, what's, what's to say you can't do anything else? You know, I mean, where does it end? Yeah. Where, does, where does it where does it start and where does it end? You know, I don't want to be the guy who's always, oh, you know, he's coming after this company and oh, he's you know he's mad because he's losing business. Oh, I can it. find a dentist on my phone. Yeah, I, I don't mean, care about his qualifications. It, where does it end? <laughs> where does it end? You know, you know, I, the problem, like I said, that I think the city is going to be interested in is not only the loss of revenue, but as as well, you know, the, the, the disease and stuff that animals can you know transfer. Not only from animal to animal, but you have zoonotic diseases as well. Yeah. You know, and this is why they are so strict about, you can't even go to a dog park yeah. without having the proper shots. Right. You can't get your dog groomed without having the proper shots. It's, so that's all going to, yeah. you know, everything is, it, it just spirals. And, it, you know, where does it end? Where does someone put their foot down and say, hey, listen, this has to be done right. Yeah. You know, this has to be done the right way. There has to be certain measures taken to, to ensure not only that, the, the, the playing field is level, but the, the safety and, and preservation right. of the animals is I mean, being carrying taken one, care of. Carrying it one step further, what if someone decides to open a, a, a restaurant in your own home from an iPhone? There you go. Where, again, you don't have to be subjected to any inspections for the cleanliness of your facility or yeah. the food preparation methods. Yeah. Anyone can open a restaurant in their own home. What's the city going to do there? So that's, and you're, you're 100% on the money. You know? But, like I said... We have an appointment with uh, Tony Avella coming up in the upcoming weeks. 
and uh, we will definitely report back to you guys, let you know what we find out. And, you know, we uh, again, we always tell you to email. We'd be really interested in hearing what you have to say about it right. and what your you know thoughts are on this. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I'm sure that, like Dennis had said before, there's a lot of people that use Dog Vacay. Right. And, you know, we're not telling you not to use it. But, I, again, you, you got to see where, you know, the, the, the other side of the coin. You got to see where we're coming from as well as right. business owners. And this is my livelihood. This is how I... I generate money to take care of my family. Right. You know, this is what I do. You know, I, I don't do any. This is not a side hobby for me. I don't no. do anything else. No. I do dogs. Yeah. And cats. But, <laughs> you know, so I, I, on that note, yeah. I'll leave it up to you. Right. Yeah. All right. And uh, please leave us comments uh, at our site, uh, cattycanine.com. Once again, C-A-T-T-Y-C-A-N-I-N-E.com. In the comments section below the podcast, we have been uh, having folks leave comments behind, so we we'll definitely appreciate that as well. And we usually respond. Sometimes a show can come out of it as well. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for listening again, guys. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.